0: What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode two of the Mended Podcast. I know it's been a while since I've released an episode. I promised you guys it'd be about a month or about every week, but life's been hard, not super recently, which actually there has been a situation recently that I'll talk about later. But yeah, life just gets busy and just other things come up. I'm really glad to be back. I'm really glad for those that are still listening. Um, But today's episode is actually titled Failure is Our Friend. Now, I know you're probably wondering, like, why is Louise talking about failure or whatever? The reason why I want to talk about it is because for the last two years of my life, failure has been the driving force of why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I created this brand to begin with. And also, I think it's really a a very important subject to talk about when it comes to mental health or depression or whatever it may be, because failure... Is something that we really have to change our perspective on in order to grow in life And that's really why I wanted to create this podcast or this episode was to discuss that Um, And also because I actually had a recent conversation with a close friend of mine um, And it was super amazing because we talked about fitness, physical health and other things And in our talk she actually brought up the idea that Success starts with our physical health And while we were talking that whole idea kind of got me to think like, does, does success actually start with the results that we get from the gym? Like, does it really? At first, I kind of disagreed. I didn't exactly say that just because I didn't want to offend her. And I know I wouldn't offend her. It was just kind of like a thought. But my head was actually convincing me that success starts in other areas. And the reason why I say that is because I've heard plenty of times From the podcasts I listen to or even the books I listen to that have different beliefs from her, but also a majority of the podcasts I listen to or the books that that I read actually outweigh the other ideas of success and actually have that set belief that success actually starts from our physical health, which is really, really hard to even believe that, right? but yeah it just always seemed weird that true happiness or true joy or true success comes from lifting 50 pound weights at four in the morning because society tells us otherwise from instagram facebook whatever they tell us that our success is defined by the things we achieve financially or even by the clothes we wear or the cars that we own or the amount of money we have but honestly for me i believe success is defined by the pain we're willing to go through in order to grow and for me it's recently been a concept that I've actually grasped onto while going to the gym. So let me dive right into that for you guys. Something that I find very weird is that the meaning of failure online or in the dictionary means lack of success. This episode is literally titled, Failure Is Our Friend, which is probably a little weird to some of you as of like, what am I trying to talk about? But just give me a second, I'll get to the good part. Failure does have a very negative connotation, but it also has been the root to the moments of joy that have actually taken over my life. One of the greatest things that going to the gym has taught me is that failure is our platform to progress. I've never been a big fan of working out, and I mean, honestly, who really is, right? wants to wake up every single day pushing their bodies to the limit just to go through pain it sucks especially when you're trying to wake up at 4 a.m i mean there are plenty of other things we could be doing like binge watching the walking dead or if you do wake up at 4 a.m just sitting in bed for like three hours just on instagram or even staying up to like 2 a.m playing Fortnite. like it's comfortable and doing any of those things that i listed brings us a lot of pleasure and what's bad about being comfortable right Now, let me tell you how failure has actually been my friend recently. So I've been trying to lose weight for the last five, six years of my life. It's definitely been a journey, but it's never been something that I've had fun doing at all. Wake up at 4 a.m., put yourself through an hour of suffering just to look better, and hopefully you end up losing weight. There has always been a trend in my journey where I would lose a lot of weight, but then fall back into my poor habits of eating an endless amount of Chipotle, which... If any of you know me really well, I actually still have that problem well, I'll waste like 100 bucks a week on Chipotle, which is really, it's, it's super bad. Um, anyways, I was always so hard on myself for eating badly than escaping the gym because of how poorly I ate. And there was a quote I actually ran, in, re- ran into recently that I actually want to add to this, and it's actually by Hitler. And he once said, if you tell yourself a big enough lie and tell it frequently enough, it will be believed. Now, if you guys follow my mended Instagram account, you guys probably saw that recently where I try to compare Gandhi and Hitler and try to quiz you guys as to who said it. And most of you guys said Hitler, which you guys got right. But some of you said it was Gandhi, which it was actually Hitler. But the reason why I bring up that quote is because at one point in my life, I was telling myself so many lies to the point where I was actually starting to believe them when it came to fitness and also mental health. And... Just kind of dumb it down a little bit. Essentially, what I got down to is that I didn't allow myself to fail. As much as this podcast may sound like it's about me, honestly, it's really not. I'm not trying to make it seem that way. I'm writing this because failure really has been the defining belief in my life, especially in the gym or even for my mental health. For the last three months, I've been grinding hard to work out, not just because I want to look better physically, but because of all the other benefits that I reap from it as well. Because of my long history of weighing myself down in the past due to failure, I promised myself when I started this chapter of my life again, that I will not allow failure to define how long I will last in the gym. But failure has been what's allowed me to continue bettering myself physically, as well as other areas in my life, surprisingly. Like my friends said at the beginning of this podcast, success starts with your physical health. And oddly enough, I'm actually starting to believe that, for me at least. One of the very first things that failure has taught me is that we must go through pain in order to grow. Now, I know that concept tends to be very odd and just it it's a really weird way to approach growth is going through pain, but honestly, um, you guys have probably heard of this analogy plenty of times, but when you're in the gym, you have to really just get sore, or just push yourself to your limits. Because if you don't, if you just do like two reps, super easy, don't feel anything, you're not gonna grow. Um, but yeah, just like I said, like in the gym, you really have to go through pain in order to get stronger. And it's the same thing with our hearts. Like it sucks going through a breakup, It's going. it sucks going through heartbreak, going through a loss in the family, but we have to go through all that stuff in order for us to strengthen our hearts. And just because there's been a lot of use of the gym in this podcast, I'm gonna clarify something really quick. So I'm no trainer, um, I'm not shredded or anything. Um, I might throw out some theories or just some stupid things I might say about the gym, but just listen, okay? I'm not trying to make this into like a fitness thing. It's just more of an analogy for a failure. So these last three months has actually built me into the strongest form of myself that I've ever been in my entire life, both emotionally and physically. But that doesn't go to say that I still have my bad moments. Um, Recently, I actually had, and I think it was this last weekend, which today is July 3rd. Um, This last weekend, it was actually one of the hardest weekends I've had this year where my mind was just playing all these different tricks on me and was causing me to believe all these different things about certain people. Um, So it kind of sucked, but I got over it just because of the people that have my life, which I'm truly blessed. Um, But yeah, so I still go through stuff. I'm not saying that I'm perfect from this podcast, it's just that I'm willing to change my perspective and allow myself to fail, because that's really the only way to grow. Um, but I always had—I always believed in the gym, if you just do the minimum reps required, if you were playing, following a plan or whatever, that that should be enough whether you feel sore or not. But the trial and error, I actually found that that is not the right mindset to have, especially in the gym. I found that as I did my reps, it's important to have good form, but also do enough repetitions until you can't do any more. It's a very painful feelings at times. Hopefully none of you guys tear anything by doing that. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not a fitness trainer or whatever. But that concept, it's actually what has allowed me to grow physically. Pain. Put in a crazy amount of effort that brings some uncomfortable feelings with it that reap great results. Same goes for life. Put yourself in an uncomfortable situation that might bring you emotional, physical, or mental pain. But in return, come back better and stronger. As a victim of depression for the last 10 plus years, failing has been a very easy concept to grasp. And I know I'm not just speaking for myself. I know that's a very common theme with people with depression or even like anxiety or anything like that. And it's honestly, that's what our mind does to us a lot. It just drains it into our head. It is It just drains pure negativity and the belief that we're failures, which is not true. But the feeling is kind of like being locked in a cage and the key is right in front of you within arm's reach and without barrier. We can get out, but we feel ashamed of what we deal with and we are scared to share to the world that we are only human because of our problems so we don't actually come out. The cage can actually be a symbol of our limiting beliefs slash depression and the key represents our failure or risk. Where failure comes into play when it comes to depression or mental health is actually something very special that I've learned. I know a common thing that myself and many others have dealt with through depression is isolation or being alone. We wanna socialize or create new friends, but the idea of revealing or others discovering our weaknesses scares us. We get awkward or just don't go out at all. The awkward feeling of sweat running down our scalp or our hands getting cold when we meet someone new is going outside of that cage. It hurts, but just like the gym, it takes pain to grow. And us choosing to place ourselves in uncomfortable situations like socializing or doing something crazy like getting help from a counselor is using that key. It takes risk and pain to step outside that cage of limiting belief and depression, but in return, we gain experience, knowledge, strength, and happiness. And another thing that I actually realized recently is that that key can actually be used to unlock the cages of others. And I'm not sure if you guys have heard of this quote, but... There's a quote that says hurt people, but hurt people, hurt people. But if you kind of twist that around, hurt people also heal people. So just think about that. The second thing and also the last thing I believe is that I've learned to praise the small steps in life, also known as the failures. A while ago, I actually listened to a podcast that made a comparison between Generation X and Generation Z. They described in the talk that Generation X was always known for having a very hard work ethic. They were very persistent and their work in their they were very persistent in their work and pushed beyond their limits in any area that required it. But when they brought up Generation Z, I was actually a little bit embarrassed. They described that although we have a tendency to work for things that have purpose. We are also one of the most impatient and laziest generations of all time, which is crazy to think. I know I've been there. I'm not saying that I'm not lazy at all. Um, I'm still like that at times. But what they were trying to get at is that we always tend to look at the long-term goal and avoid the necessary small steps and failures in order to get there. So in other words, they skip to the very last chapter of the narrative to figure out how their story pans out without reading the chapters in between. My bad eating habits never disappeared really while losing weight. They've gotten better, but they never left. Every once in a while, I'll sneak in a platter of like six tacos or I'll go to Chipotle like three times a day when I should actually be eating healthy. But I don't let that bother me sometimes. I started to teach myself that if I work out or just put in the work no matter how long my session is or how effective I actually was, that I should praise myself for, for it no matter what. In doing so, it's allowed me to not feel as bad as if I eat an unbelievable amount of tacos, or if I do, I end up going to Chipotle three times a day. Um, as I focused on continuing my workout, regardless of what I eat, I started to see results, but in a very slow time frame. But I didn't let that bother me either. Um, what I once saw as my failure has actually been my biggest reward. I found praising myself for the moments that once let define whether I work out or not, and that has reaped into other areas in my life. I started to believe that although I maybe didn't do the best by eating badly and going to the gym, it's much better than staying home and not doing anything. Same goes for mental health. I know some days, like whenever I'm isolating myself and I just don't want to talk to someone or just anyone at all, whether it's family or close friend or whoever. I know that if I stay home and just isolate myself by not doing anything and just let my depression consume me. I know if I just step outside for like 10 minutes, an hour, two hours, go to a coffee shop and just socialize with others. That's such a small step to take, but it makes such a huge impact in a life. And I know that if you do have the intention of socializing with someone and you fail at it, because I know sometimes you can get awkward, like I mentioned before, whether your hands are sweating or they're getting cold or you're sweating entirely just the fact that you've tried and you took that risk to socialize with someone just shows that you're making a lot of progress and if you continue to do that or continue to do other things and build habits around that really just when you consistently try to fail and progress off of that life does get better and there's also this one other quote that i want to end this part with and it says doing things that are easy will make your life hard but doing things that are hard will make your life easy so that says a lot about life. We tend to, I've actually said this a lot to a lot of the clo- the close friends that I have in my life where it's really weird that whether it's going to the gym, whether it's reading, whether it's creating a habit around waking up early in the morning, whether it's meditating or praying, or if you're, um, if you're a believer in Christ, even like reading scripture, like it's really weird that the hardest things, like the, the things that I just mentioned, they're the hardest things to do reap amazing benefits but the things that are easy which i'm not saying this is bad at all i just know for me it's not really brought a lot of pleasure in my life but um like just going out and partying like crazy um drinking alcohol just doing all these crazy things that might bring you a temporary um, amount of happiness it's just really weird that we're attached to the to the easier things instead of the hard things that we know will bring us a more permanent and long-term um, amount of joy in our life so it's, it's kind of odd to think about that but anyways to end this none of us are perfect I know I'm not and if any of you are I would absolutely love to meet you I um, just want to learn about what you're doing to stay that way but we we're all bound to fail in one way or another whether that's in a relationship friendships career even like me in the gym or even sometimes I fail in my mental health where I just do completely isolate myself at home but we must not let the ways we give up define how our life pans out instead we must focus on the failures and the lessons we learn from them perspective is everything and that's something that i have really never grasped onto until maybe a couple months ago um i know with depression there's just like all these different theories about this is what depression actually is this is what it actually does to you and so on and i try not to really focus on just one thing but one of the things that i really learned that's helped me out a lot is perspective. Like I know it's definitely hard and it's easier said than done to just change the way we think about certain things. But if we, something bad happens to us, if someone tells us that we need help or like we're crazy or whatever, or we just isolate ourselves, there's always two different sides to a story. Or even like there's a book that I'm reading now. It's called the, I believe it's called The Three Doors. Um, It's about how In life, there's never just two options, but there's always three. We just have to create the third way. And I think that's how it is with life. Whenever we're depressed or whenever we're stuck in a situation that becomes hard and uncomfortable is that there's always the way of just giving up. There's a way of changing your perspective on that. And then there's another way, which I can't really list because I have no idea what it could be. There's always three different ways to approach a certain situation that can ultimately make us a happier person and just bring us a more permanent form of joy into our lives. Um, so we can either look, we can look at our failures as a way to victimize ourselves and just cause us to even suffer or just puts us in a deeper hole of depression. Or like I said, just now we can change our outlook and look at our failures as a platform to the next step step in our life. Cause I mean, I know for me, I'm a really, really big reader. Like I absolutely love books. What books have you read? that are good that don't have any negative moments in there i mean like a children's book might apply which that doesn't count but like harry potter or maybe a game of thrones book like what kind of book have you ever read or even like comic books too what kind of comic books or books have you ever read that don't have any negative things in there or like villains that don't make the story good because honestly i can't think of one so if you guys have one in mind let me know but I think the most beautiful stories that are told are the ones that aren't just filled with adversity, but are filled with adversity and also the people that were able to overcome that obstacle, um, which makes for a, a definitely a very beautiful story to tell. Or Yeah, <laughs> a very beautiful story to tell. But that's everything I wanted to say for the podcast. Sorry, this one took so long to actually publish. I've just been super busy. Um, I've had my periods where not my, <laughs> I've had my moments, not my periods. I've had my moments where I've just been completely depressed, um, just didn't want to be around someone, so it's just been a lot of work in progress. Um, but I've really looked at my, the negative parts of my life as stories to tell for other people, which is why I'm telling the stories, because I've failed so much, and I'm still a work in progress, just like the rest of you guys, so. I hope that you guys were able to gain some value out of this. I love all of you. Um, thank you for staying by me and just listening to me and the things that I have to say. Um, I hope I can help out someone with this. And I hope you guys are having an amazing week. Um, I know 4th of July for me is tomorrow. Um, I, I, hopefully, I release this the day of 4th of July or a couple days after. But whatever day it may be, I hope you guys are doing well. You guys are happy. You guys are staying focused. I hope you guys are able to change perspectives and the way you guys might look at certain bad situations in your life. But, uh, yeah, you guys are all mended. Um, I love you guys. You guys are incredible. And, yeah, thank you for listening to Episode 2 of the Mended Podcast. And doses.